0: A hospital, and can go visit people, or can think about people who, who, who are sick, people who can't live, and are not able to, to live the life that we're able to live. Hashem gives us the gift of renewal, Hashem gives us the gift to start new, especially on a, on a Rosh Chodesh. Where the power of a Jew, the power of, of each and every one of us is the ability to renew oneself, the ability to start over, the ability to, to have an opportunity no matter what age you are, no matter what situation you're in, is what, what, what differentiates great people and what differentiates people who are very successful are people who are able to to renew themselves and, and see life as new as, as they can imagine as many times as they can. Specifically, when a person begins a new month, specifically when a person begins a new day, that's one of the reasons that Hashem made it that we go to sleep and we get up and it's not just one long day. The reason Hashem made it that it's not just one long day is to give us the opportunity to renew ourselves and to give us an opportunity to say that I want to be the best that I can be. And I want to be as successful and dream all the dreams that I always wanted to dream and I always did dream. The power of a Jew, the power of each and every one of us, thank you very much, is that we are able to, to change. We're able to change. It's the exact opposite of... of the Sahara, the way the Yitzhahara works is the Sahara makes our problems, makes our challenges, makes our shame, makes our guilt, makes our regret into a defect. And it makes our our negatives into stoppers. That's what the Sahara does. The Yitzhahara takes anything that you have shame from, anything that you have guilt from, anything that you are defected from, anything that throws you off as far as, if I only didn't have this thing, then uh, then I'd be successful. If I only didn't do this, then I'd be a different person, whatever it might be. That's how the Sahara talks. That's really, that's the power of the Sahara. The power of the Sahara is comparison. To say, well, he doesn't have it, that person is successful because they don't have this, they don't have... What I have, but it's nothing further from the truth. It's the exact opposite. It's those things that, our, that are our gifts. Those things that, that, that are very clear in our life, that are our challenges, that are our problems, that, our, that are our difficulties, are the signs to the things that can give us the power and give us the strength to recreate ourselves from there, with that, to change that. To say, you know what? If I had a terrible father, if I had a terrible mother, if I had a terrible uh, uh, childhood, or if I had a terrible teacher, if I had a terrible experience, or I did something that was terrible, whatever it might be, so for a person to say, how can I change the world with that? How could I change myself from that? How could I take that experience? And how could I go ahead and transform myself and transform the people around me? I want to be a great father. I want to be a great husband. I want to be a great teacher. I want to be a great whatever it might be that you might suffer from. And that's your motivation. People want to know, but I'm not motivated. How could I become motivated? People want to know. Could you imagine, and I've said this many times, motivation is not a luxury. To get up in the morning, to get up in the morning to have a strong schedule is not a luxury. It's a necessity to be a healthy, happy person in life. To have a schedule, to have a mission, to have a goal. It doesn't mean that you have to go ahead and change the entire world. That's not the way life works. No one wakes up in the morning and says, I want to change the entire world. That would be amazing if you could think like that also. But that you don't even have to think, I'm going to change the entire world. You wake up in the morning with a goal. You wake up in the morning with a mission. You wake up in the morning and you say, OK, what am I going to put out today for me? What am I going to do for me? What Lashon Hara does. That's why we learn purity of speech. What Lashon Hara does his Lashon Hara sucks out and takes away from all of that motivation and all of that power and all of that clarity. And what it does is, is it makes me focus on everybody but myself. It makes me focus on everything else but myself. And that I don't spend the time investing and I don't spend the time saying, you know what? I have problems. I have a defect so to speak. How do I fix that? How do I heal that? How do I spend the time focusing on that, working through that? And when a person does that, he changes his entire life and he begins to get hungry. He begins to get motivated. He begins to say, I'm a, I'm a man on a mission like we've spoken about. I am on a mission to make sure that I'm going to be a great husband. I'm on a mission to make sure that I, don't, that I deal with my anger problem, that I deal with my, with my whatever it is that we all, everyone knows, lev yodea maras nafsho. Everybody knows the pain that they have that they have to deal with. Everybody knows that. We all know that. But it's about arousing it and it's about getting in touch with it and saying, okay, so how am I going to change? You know, it's ironic. People think those negative things that we have or our downfalls, it's not our downfalls. Let that be your motivation. Let that help you be hungry. So you have a, so you have a uh, when you open up a, a learning, you open up a Gemara, you open up a Chumash, you open up something, it's hard for you to read, it's hard for you to learn. So you get front, what do we do? So we go, okay, we slouch in our chair, we start getting anxious, we say, okay, great. You end up closing it, close it, and then you walk away, say no. Wait, wait, wait! This is my let me let me get hungry, let me get excited, let me make a plan, let me make a let me make a plan how I could learn how to learn, let me make a plan how I could learn to read better, let me make a plan how I can how I can have a better relationship with Hashem. How much time do I spend thinking about my relationship with Hashem? Forget about what I'm doing all day. How many hours in my day? How many hours in my week am I creating a relationship, a better relationship with Hashem? What Lashon Hara does when we sit around we talk about politics, when we sit around we talk about stupidity, when we sit around we talk about other people, when our heads are occupied with other people, other people, there's nothing more dangerous than that. Than thinking about this person and that person, and really the reason why I'm not successful is because of that person. And if only I had a better roommate, if only I had a better this, and if only I had a better this, if only this person, if only the, the government was this, if only the whatever it is was this or that, or blah, 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 etc., etc. There's no end to it. And that won't change when you get older, by the way. It will not change as you get older. It will not change when you get older. You'll just have more people in your life to blame. You'll have your wife to blame. huh? You'll have your children to blame. You'll have your, your boss to blame. You'll have your, your employees to blame. You'll have whoever it is. The blame game and the responsibility game never changes. Whether you're 18, 19, 20, or 30, or 40. And I want to tell you something. The quicker and the sooner you take hold of your life, the quicker and the sooner you take hold of your life, your life, only your life, the quicker, the more successful you will be. The later, the more you delay it, the less successful you'll be because you lose, because you lose time. When you're 30 years old, if you start taking hold of your life when you're 30, you're already married. So you already married this person. You already have maybe a few kids. You're already in a job. A person takes hold of his life now. He says, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? I'm going to become a doctor. I'm going to become a lawyer. I'm going to become a businessman. I'm going to become a really successful guy. Well, you are going to wait till you're 25 to start that? When a person starts thinking, he says, I want to become a Talmachacham. I want to become someone who's a, who's, a, who's a strong, emotional person who knows myself. It starts, the, the younger you started, the quicker you take hold of your life, the more successful you will be, the happier you'll be, the better you'll be, Dot, 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 dot. And don't wait for anybody else. When people wait for their friends, that's what it's about. When you're at the stage in life, the truth is it's any stage, but specifically when you're younger, because you're waiting to be popular, it's more you got to check the people around you to make sure everyone approves of you. Approval, approval, approval. And like I've said many times, approval is a normal thing for a person to want. Every person wants to have approval from his peers, from his parents, from his teachers, from his surroundings. It's a normal thing to want to have approval. The question is, how empty is your tank of approval? Do I need approval, 100% approval? Do I need 90% approval? Do I need 70%, 50%, 40%? You have to ask yourself, how much approval, if nobody approved of me, how strong would I be? Or how much do I need for everyone to approve of me constantly? How much of a self do I have? And that's really where Lashon Hara starts. Lashon Hara starts when, when our brains and our minds are focused on other people and we're preoccupied with the lives of other people. Okay, question and comments? And then I want to start, um, we'll have probably a little bit of a shorter shear because of Rosh Chodesh, even though I think we said that last Rosh Chodesh, it didn't work, but, but we'll see. Question, comments, please. Yeah, Yehuda, come on, someone, yes, Yosef. How do you like start stop like comparing yourself to people? Like what's the best? Great question, people? great question. So how do you stop comparing yourself to other people? I would say, um, people who compare themselves to other people, or the more you compare yourself to somebody else, means that your life is pretty uh, not exciting. That's where it starts from. Yourself. That's where it starts. Starts from my life. If my life, I'm only comparing. Because I'm, I'm bored or I don't have, I don't, I don't believe in what I'm doing. I'm not like, I'm not on a mission. A man on it, right? If you're driving, if you're driving your car and you're driving a car and you got to get somewhere. And you got to get through traffic and you got to get somewhere. You have a, a mission to get somewhere. You don't have time to look at other people's cars to say, is their car nicer than my car? Why? Because I'm going somewhere. I'm driving right now. I don't have time to sit back and look at, oh, I like that car, I like that guy's car, I like that, what do you mean? I gotta see where's the traffic, I'm looking at my ways, I'm going through cars, I'm doing, I'm, I'm going somewhere. So if I find myself comparing myself to other people, so that means, what, 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 why are you now, we all have ADD, that's a problem, we all have ADD. So if you have ADD, maybe, I know this is something people don't like, so if it helps you, then take medication. If that's what helps you focus on your life, if you're mature enough, if you're mature enough to... Some people don't like that, but I'm saying, if, if that's what you need, whatever I need to do to get my focus in my life. We only compare it to other people when my life is not so exciting. So I'd rather look at someone else's... Right? That's, the, that's, the, uh, that's what's crazy about the social media. I'm going to spend my day... I'm going to spend hours of my life l- looking at, at someone else's life and like, wow, look <laughs> at that life. Now again, it doesn't mean you can't be inspired from someone. It doesn't mean you can't look at someone and say, you know what, I like the fact that that guy's a happy guy. That guy's a confident guy. That guy is someone who I see doesn't waste time. I want to be that type of person. Yeah, Not that mean, I want to lot be lot him. You get like also bad thoughts a lot of times, right? That what? Even if even if you look at a person and you're like, damn, this life is so good, right? And all that you're like, oh, so why is mine not like that? Good. If you have good. You know? Beautiful. So, Yosef, I want to say something. You know what? Self pity is awesome. You know why self pity is awesome? Because you're right. Because you're right. If you're pitying yourself and you're feeling bad about yourself, so maybe you have to say, why am I why, my why am I feeling miserable and how can I change that? You're right. I want to change myself. I'm 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. Yeah, I got a lot to change. I got a lot to change. It's always a yeah. Oh, I'm okay just the way I am. I'm okay just the way I am. No, you're not. You're not okay just the way you are. I want to change. That's exciting. It's exciting to say someone who's self pity. Oh, I'll never make it. I'll never this. That should be the biggest flag to say, whoa, do you hear what you're saying? If I'm gonna pity you give yourself like all types of you're like, oh he has it like that, like Oh, because beautiful you good. You're taking us through the thought process. You have you look at someone, he looks great, you then have self pity. The question is what's my next move? What's my next move? Stop pitying yourself. Be happy that I feel gross about myself. And now let's make a change. I have an option. I could continue feeling disgusting about myself and continue looking at other people's lives and say, oh, I'm gonna live vicariously and say, oh, and then blame my parents and blame everyone. And you'll have a lot of people to agree with you. Everyone will be like, oh yeah, me too, me too, me too. You can find a whole group of people who can go ahead and they'll validate your self-pity. Let's have self-pity parties. That's great. You know what? That's great. That's fine. But you know what? You won't get anywhere. No one in the self-pity party, no one, no one who's hanging around with, the, with, with people who are not doing productive things. Just remember this. This is hard to hear. But if you're hanging around people who are not productive, you're not going to be productive. If you're hanging around productive people, you will be productive. If you're hanging around people who are growing, who are changing who are working on themselves. Now, that might create self-pity, like you said. It may, might make you feel terrible. But you know what? Get excited that you feel terrible. So I feel terrible. Okay, what am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about me feeling terrible? I want to change that. Make sense? Yosef. Yeah. Thank you, Yosef. Amazing. Yeah, that's good. You're sitting here with a notebook. You're sitting here with a notebook. I promise you. I promise you publicly you sit here with a notebook. I give you two weeks only. Two weeks only. You sit here with a notebook and you take notes. not every word. You take what we're doing seriously. Only two weeks. That's it. I say... Not even eight. I would say ten shiurim. You come to ten consistent. Ask Yonah. Ask Yonah. Ask Yehuda Mattel. Yehuda Mattel's been sitting here for six years straight. He's been sitting here no wonder he's got it together. No wonder he's got it together. Yonah, Yonah's clear, it's clear, you see. And I'm, I'm not just saying it. I mean, you know, your father, I would say this without his father, like I said yesterday. You, you sit here, you sit here, you get serious. Yet he has how many? How many shiurim? Which one is this up to? Fifty-five. But from last year. Uh, uh, 293. 300 shiurim he has writing. Yitzchok Grunwald. No wonder he's no wonder no wonder he's a beast. It doesn't it doesn't just happen? It doesn't life doesn't, doesn't just happen? Not going to just happen to become to become. That's what we wait for. I'm I'm going it's going to happen one day. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be motivated to change my life. No, you won't. Not nothing's just going to happen. You sit down and you take your life seriously. Right, where is it? We have a, a, take a small gift. Take small 30. steps. Part of the problem is we get. it's humbling to take small steps. Sometimes it's humbling to take small steps. Because we say, I'm, I'm going to take a small step. What, you're telling me if that's going to change my life? If I sit down for a half hour every morning and I think about my life and I take notes and I do something so simple, it's going to change my life, that, that it's almost embarrassing sometimes. Like, no, it can't be. Wait, wait, you mean like when people say like, oh, you got to choose to focus from being happy and that could change your life. Oh, you mean all of my trauma and all of my difficulties really can be fixed by something so humble? It can't be. It's got to be more complicated. Now, I'm not saying that people don't, people who have trauma and people have, 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 we all have our stuff. Everybody's got their stuff. There's nobody who doesn't have stuff. Nobody doesn't have stuff. What separates successful people and not successful people are not someone who has stuff and someone who doesn't have stuff. Everyone's got insecurities. Everyone has, has been abused in some sort. Everyone, especially our generation. Everyone's been exposed to crazy stuff. Every, everybody. There's nobody, nobody, nobody. I'm not talking about Rokhan Kanyevsky. I'm not talking about B'nai Brak, I'm not talking about Yitzhak. I'm talking about us, us Americans. Including England also. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's not crazy, Right? The Europeans are crazier, probably, I would assume so. Right? So so we no? Not as crazy? Okay, I'm a Kabbalah. Right? We're we're craziest. The Americans are crazy. That's fine. That's fine. But what's the shot? You know what the shot is? It doesn't matter how much abuse you've had. It doesn't matter how much abuse you've had. It matters what you do with it. You could have a guy who had a little little abuse. And he has, and Yosef, like we're saying, and he self-pities himself all day. Great, and he'll go and hold and whole, and whole, and whole, sign up and say, "I'm putter because of my situation." And you know what? It could be he is putter. It could be he has a free pass. Good, great, awesome, fine. But he's not going to do what he wants to do in life. Then you could have a guy who's loaded with issues, but he takes responsibility and he goes to therapy. And he, and he listens to motivation, and he comes to Masil Shisharim, and he takes notes, you can make it, you can do anything. You can do anything. I'm sorry to reference a movie, especially a movie that I saw many years ago, <clears throat> but it's an amazing movie, and again, I, I feel a little bit weird talking about it, because I don't remember exactly this, I remember it's an incredible, it's a true story, it's based on a true story, if someone saw it, please help me out with it. I hope I'm not getting, uh, getting myself in trouble here. The, the name of the movie, I think, is called The Beautiful Mind. A Beautiful Mind is a story, it's a true story about a schizophrenic. A schizophrenic is one of the most uh, uh, scary, yeah, very most powerful, hard mental diseases that a person can have to be able to live what? <coughs> to be able to live a normal life. And it's a story about a person who had one of the most challenging defects that a person can have, and he overcame it. There are many, many, many stories of people overcoming the greatest challenges that they have. You talk about people from the Holocaust. You talk about people from the Holocaust. Thank God we're not from that generation. So what separates it? What separates us is what do I do with the hand that I was dealt? Not what was the hand that was I was dealt. It's not what was dealt to me. That doesn't matter what you were dealt. You could say you grew up with the biggest trauma, with the biggest terrible things in your life. The question is, what are you doing about it? The question is, how are you focusing on it? And I promise anyone here, I promise you, this is the law of of the world of life. If you make a decision to heal yourself, and you make a decision to become better, you will become better. Guaranteed. I don't know if it'll take you a day. It might take you a month. It might take you a year. It might take you five years. But you will arrive at your destination. Yes, Yaakov. I'm excited um, I to hear from Yaaku. Like, yes. I feel like, like sometimes people put themselves in like a very extreme environment where like everyone's doing things like and I guess you could say a better way than you and you're almost living in self-pity where if you're in an environment where it's not, you know, it's not a good environment but mm-hmm. you actually do things look around and be like I'm actually doing something you could like congratulate yourself instead of just being in a really quote-unquote amazing environment and just always living in self-pity looking at other people so like you said you can't grow in a bad environment I feel like you could and then actually realize you're growing instead of being in a good environment and growing but you're always looking at the next and you keep on self-pitying yourself because everyone's doing better okay so I want to. So first of all, thank you, Yaakov. Thank you for. <laughs> Beautiful. I like I like it. I like your question, I, and I like to talk about what you're saying, um, because I think I think I, I think I think you're making very good points. But I think it's important to to talk out the difference. I think between what 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 it is to be in a not such a good environment and a great environment with the self pity. And tell me if I'm understanding your question. Sometimes we need to to be in an environment that doesn't pressure us in order that we can take the steps to our own pace. I think that's what you're talking about. That I can go at my own pace. I think that's what you're saying. And that, that helps with the self-pity because I'm able to work with myself. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And I think that's a, a major, major point and I agree with you a million percent. I agree with Yaakov a million percent. You need to n- negotiate with Yourself to be able to do the things that you need to do that are best for you, and taking one little step at a time. I agree with you. That's very, very powerful. Very difficult because it's. I'll tell you what the difficulty of that. We'll talk about the difficulty of both. The difficulty of what Yaakov saying is that you could lie to yourself and fool yourself because could be you could do a little bit more. Or it could be that you can't do a little bit more. You sort of have to find that exact place. But I agree. Very, well, very good point that Yaakov's making. The milah also the benefit of being in a very successful environment is that if you're ready for that, if you're ready for that, that self pity turns into power, and it turns you into self-pity. You never know if you're ready, oh, good. So the self pity I could turn that into power. I could turn that into power, and I could say, how long am I going to self-pity myself? And I want to be able to be what I want to be. Now, you could use, I would say Yaakov, to use both, to have them work together. Which is to, to be able, which is, I think, one of the benefits of our yeshiva, if I could say. Because our yeshiva, Baruch Hashem, has a lot of uh, different levels that pe- people can plug themselves into. But what is very important that I want to make, Yaakov, in, in, this, in, in this point, is that sometimes I worry, sometimes I worry that we sell ourselves sometimes too short. I, I take a guy, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, label um, you know, where people go to school and what people do, but I'm saying, if a person's been off for the last few years, two, three years, and he's been chilling... So he's got to look at himself in the mirror and say, okay, when is my vacation or when is my time over that I got to start moving forward? But um, at the same time, Yaakov's point is a very, very valid point. You got to work with yourself. You got to work with yourself. But at the same time, you want to dream and dream and dream and put yourself around people to say, I can do it. I can. Meaning, I guarantee anybody here, I guarantee any person here, if you were thrown into a situation where you would have to be more functional, and you would have to rise, you would have to, you would have no choice, you would be able to do it. Every person here would be able to do it. And there's a very fine line Might between... The wrong reasons, Good, so then you know what you do? You work on finding the right reasons. Correct, correct. You're, we're, we're in the... We're, we're in the here, you're here just uh, six, seven months, so... So, God willing, Yaakov, I look forward to Yaakov's greatness coming out more and more. So, thank you again. Really, Yaakov, I like it. I like it. That's another example. Yaakov's been sitting here a few days. Been sitting here a few days. You're already seeing his eyes. You're already seeing, he's seeing his eyes the hunger. The hunger for, for the next level. And it makes a difference. It really makes a difference. Thank you. All right, so, gotcha. you said about a schedule yeah, it's a necessity, obviously. So let's say you're finally on that schedule, you're doing everything you can, and you're finally feeling good about yourself and what are you doing? you're doing, do everything you can, do everything you have you to you you actually a good life. It's possible that you can actually like do stuff that'll obviously like, like like let's say go to a club, like once in a while, like, is it gonna bring you down or, or can you do it again and keep oh, still doing what you can? I, my experience you can't, but for other people who are thinking myself, is there a way for you to sometimes have that pace seal, that, that break? Okay, what's great. That, Amazing question. I love your honesty, and I love that question. <clears throat> <ép combo> Good, I, love I, love I love it. I love it. I love the honesty, and I love the question. I, w- I would just say, honestly, how long how long, how long long till you go to that club? Exactly. Well, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like. Is it? I keep my schedule for a day. So then, I, I think that I think that's the goal. I think that's the goal. The goal is I'm feeling good. I think that that's so underrated. I'm feeling good about myself. Not because not because everyone's liking me. Not because everyone's giving me a pat on the back. That also is good. You need. We all need pats on the back. We all need, you know, uh, love from other people. But when deep down you start feeling good about yourself, and it's nothing, it's nothing that anyone can touch, it's something that is so personal that you begin to feel good about it. doesn't mean you have to feel perfect. It doesn't mean that every day has to be perfect. You could have bad days, you could have not the best days, but you're on, I want to say something about schedule. Two things I want to say about schedules. Number one is that when a person schedules himself, it changes your mood. When a person doesn't have a schedule, so his mood fluctuates just like his schedule fluctuates. When you say, I can wake up whenever I want, I can go to sleep whenever I want, I can go wherever I want, I can do whatever I want. In a certain way, I could that, that really means I could feel whatever I want whenever I want. When you're not contained in a, in, a, in a schedule, it affects. There's a physical effect of your emotions when you have a schedule. That schedule could be I wake up at, at 11 o'clock every morning. It could be I wake up at 12 and go to bed at 3 in the morning. But it's a schedule. When a person schedules his day, it affects <laughs> your mood. That's number one. Number two, and this I love. This is one of my this is one of my biggest. I, I love this. The, 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 one of the most powerful things about a schedule is that you're the one who makes your own schedule. So if you don't like your schedule, change it. Change your schedule. People think when it comes to schedule, it means, uh-oh, that's it, my life is over. Why? Why is my life over? That's when my life begins. If you want a schedule now, this might, people might get nervous when I say that. So what I'm, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, if you want to schedule in, in your schedule, uh, go to the club. So put that in your schedule. So put that, but at least it's in my schedule. It's not because I'm feeling a certain way about myself. It's not because I'm this. It's in my schedule. It's part of my, what, what I feel that I need for myself. Does that make sense? Beautiful. Yes. Just on the point about schedule, I feel that when you have a schedule, like, your brain says thank you. That what? And your brain turns on and says thank you to you because it knows that each day that you've got a set out like, timetable. So it knows that, like, obviously, I felt when I didn't have a schedule, then my mood would be all over the place because I wouldn't have anything to do, which means that I'm hard. And I don't have anything to do that, I have to do this to make me feel this way. But to know that every day, I've got this and this, that has to happen. 100%. The to my, brain, my brain is like, don't worry. Like, it it's not about, it actually takes a bit of feeling out. Like, it's a big difference that I feel this has to happen. Unbelievable. And once it's achieved, you am going to be happy knowing that I've done it. So I know about what I did before. that a good reason. Like, brain actually says, thank you so much but then like, you know that. <laughs> I've got this consistency. Yes. That, you know, Amazing. That, you know, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you and and, and to, to your point, I, I really I, I really think it's so important. People get people get nervous when they talk about schedule, and I I, I really want to say this so because I think it's so so important. People think that that you got to do Yonas' schedule. You don't have to do someone else's schedule. Don't schedule schedule your life the way you want it to be. If you want your schedule to be an hour of learning or an hour of the base Pedrish and the rest of the day you're off, then you put that in your schedule. That's fine. And at the end of the day, that's where the humility, Jacob, this is what Yaakov was talking about, that's where humility comes in. If that's what you can handle in your day, then schedule that in your day and keep to that. I think uh, Daniel Gross said that I think last year, I think it was last year, or two years ago. Two years ago, all right. Mm-hmm. I remember he was talking about when he was home for Corona, and he was saying that that uh, that he made a. Uh, we spoke about making a goal and then cutting it in half to make sure the goal's not too big for a person. And he said that he started learning. I think a half. What, what was it? The silver sharp for one minute. He says, "I'm learning the silver sharp for one minute." You know what that takes? That takes humility. The humility is to schedule your day and to say, you know what? All I'm going to do today, and I'll tell you this. I'll tell anyone this. I'll tell you this. If all you do today is come to Mitzil Shusharim, that's success. Because it'll, it'll, it'll start other things. It'll start things moving in your mind. Like the Bali Musa say, if you only have 10 minutes to learn, what's best to learn? Is it best to learn Gemara? Or is it best to learn... Uh, Musr. So they say learn Musr because when you learn Musr you'll realize you have more than ten minutes. If you, if you schedule your life around the things that you like to do, you will begin to like your life. I like that one. If you schedule, that, that that's a keeper. That's a keeper. For Raphael, that's a keeper. If you schedule your life around the things that you like to do, not the things that you should do, the things you like to do, the things that are good for you. If you schedule your life around the things that you like to do that are good for you, you will begin to have a good life. Because everyone knows, everyone knows that, that if I drink and I get drunk, or if I smoke and I get high, everybody knows, everybody, it's not a secret, that that's not good for me. Everybody knows that that's not good for me. Everyone knows getting up at a, at a, at a good time, working out, Listening to motivation, listening to affirmations, being honest with yourself, speaking to a therapist, making a schedule. Everyone knows that that's good for us. Everyone knows that that's good for you. Everyone knows that that, that we like that. So what happens? I begin to enjoy my life because I'm doing the things that I like to do, that I want to do. It's 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 more simple than we think. It's more simple than we think. The problem is we don't take the time. And I want to say I have to so good timing now, Mrs. Mattel. When what she heard the what, what was it? Oh, and one of the um, one of the videos that went out I spoke about. Um, if you're serious about your life, so you'll get your you'll get a pen and a paper and you'll get notebooks. So so Yehuda and Mayor uh, Mattel, Mrs. Mattel. Right, talk about getting serious about life, one else, if anyone, if anyone needs, she bought about, I don't know how many, about uh, 50 notebooks and pens. And I would suggest, I'm telling you, even if these notebooks sit on your shelf, take a notebook, take a notebook and a pen that says, my life. Take a notebook and a pen that says, my life. If your life, if your life is, is worth, right, if you're gonna read a book about somebody, So you're not worth to write a book about you? What were you doing first year in this yeshiva? What were you doing second year in this yeshiva? What were you doing the third year? What were you doing when you were 25 years old? What were you doing when you were 23 years old? How serious are you getting about life? You know, it's uh, very appropriate to talk about Amalek as we're in Adar. We have two months to fight Amalek. The biggest thing that Amalek says is chill out. Don't be so serious about your life. The biggest thing that Amalek says is chill out. And a little bit what Yaakov was saying. But I want to make sure that I'm doing it for the right reasons. And I agree with you. But sometimes, sometimes we use that as an excuse. Sometimes we use it as an excuse and say, Okay, I'm not going to do it until I figure out. How about, I'll have two tracks. I'll have doing it, and I'll have figuring out what it is, why I'm doing it. What happens is sometimes we wait until till we figure it all out, then we do it. A person who's an action-oriented person. A person who does things. A person who does things. That, that, you know what I love? That's why I love talking to Hilchas Lashon Hara. Because know what Hilchas, know what Lashon Hara is? You're doing nothing. You're sitting around doing nothing in someone else's business that you have no business being in. Instead of acting on your life, and it takes time. It takes time. It takes patience. And these things take one step at a time to get there. Yeah. Someone else said there. Yeah, Yosef. Um. Like we'll how, wrap up. how important is it, like, to plan ahead? Can I like make every day a different schedule. Like in the morning, I wake up and be like, I want to just change my schedule, or it's like, like you gotta have like a set. Right. So schedule. I would try. So so that's a great question. I would try. I would first try. By, if you want to make it every day, do it every day. That's fine. Start, start small. Start with saying, "I'm coming. I'm going to try and come, no matter what I do, no matter what I do, I'm going to try and come to Mishil Scharm." Or what? If you like it, if someone likes it, someone likes. I, I, I want to work out. If someone likes that, having a conversation with someone who helps you grow. Just that's it. That's it. I had one. I had one. Take, start small. Start very small and say today, today, Tuesday, this is my goal today, to do X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna call out my mother and thank her for for my life. I'm I'm gonna do a positive thing today. Make a list, make a list of positive, healthy, small, easy, good things that you want to do. Start with one day at a time. Start with one day at a time. And then over the weekend, you go ahead and say, look back and say, okay, what was this like? What was this like? What did I like? You got to get to know yourself. The problem is we don't know ourselves. How do to get to know yourself? What do I like? What do I enjoy? What do I enjoy? I had such an amazing experience. I didn't think I'd speak about it publicly, but uh, I'm going to. I had such an amazing, and maybe we'll end off with this uh, this morning. I had an amazing experience yesterday. Um, where, where my, my daughter, um, is, we're looking into high schools for her. And one of the challenges, you know, uh, is a different culture. I'm American, my daughter's, I guess, partly American, even though she's growing up here. And just, I, I enjoy when I go to a school and I speak to a principal, and I speak to someone, and I feel like we're on the same page. You know, a lot of times you speak to principals, especially in more quote-unquote mainstream uh, schools, where their focus is not necessarily on the right things. And I want to tell you the meeting that I had, and it gave me tremendous uh, hope and inspiration uh, in this generation. It's a very solid, mainstream girls' school. And the, the principal, we had a meeting with the principal. She was very nice. That's, first of all, very, that was great. I was like, she's being nice. She's being actually like a nice person, making sure my daughter's not nervous, which was... Also uh, very good. And then she says, well, what do you like to do? She's asking my daughter, what do you like to do? As a principle. So she says, my daughter says, I like to draw. My daughter's artistic. Um, what subjects do you like? I don't remember what she said. Let's say she said math. I like this. But what do you really love to do? So she, this is what this woman said. So my daughter goes, I love to cook. Which is true. My daughter loves to cook. So the principal, ready for this? The principal says, she says, that is... Amazing. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on over here? Meaning she didn't focus on the academics. She says, that is amazing. She says, why? Why is it amazing? She says, because she says, look at me. I'm a principal of a school. I have to make sure everyone does their homework, blah blah. But you know what I love to do the most? I love to cook a great meal for my husband and for my children. And that's the role. Of a mother. Not that that's the only role of a mother. The role of a mother nowadays and of women is they have to work as well. And that, But the fact that she was telling my daughter, you love to do something that is important for you to do and that you love to do and to pursue that. <laughs> and to pursue something that is so so healthy as a... As a okay, I'm not talking to, to women over here. I mean... Uh, but, but but it's so true to feel pride about what you love to do. To feel proud of something that's so, right? If someone wants to say, I want to be a great husband. That's not a, that's not a, like, oh, that's cute. Really, I want to make my million dollars. Really, I want to make my million dollars, and I hope I'll be a great. No, I want to be a good person. I want to be someone who doesn't judge People neg- Imagine saying you're going to the dining room for lunch. Imagine saying you're with a crowd of people and you have good energy and you love people and you don't judge people and you love yourself. That's where it comes from. You hate people because you hate yourself. We hate others because we hate ourselves. We hate things and other people because we hate things within ourselves. And when you learn to love what you do, you learn to love yourself. And that takes time. It takes time for people to learn to love themselves. It takes time. There's nothing greater than that. There's nothing more beautiful than that. It's so, so powerful. And it's very important for a person, as we're saying, to schedule, to first start. Know what I would do before you do? Yosef, as you say, know what I would do before you start a schedule? First make a list of the things that you want to do. Don't put the schedule into your life. Put your... Make your life... Make your... Maybe... Put your schedule around what you, what you love. Don't, you don't have to squeeze yourself into your schedule. Say, I love to, to, to play basketball. So put that in your schedule. I love to... You know, whatever it is. I love to do yoga. I love to listen to music. So walk around and listen to music. We've said this many times. Going on your phone to watch a movie. I love... So, I, so schedule that in, that you want, to watch, you want to watch a movie, as opposed to the reason I'm watching a movie is because I'm bored and I have nothing else to do. Schedule in the life that you want to live, because ultimately it's, it's your life. Ultimately, you're the captain of your ship at the end of the day. You're not 15, if you were 15 years old, I'd say, listen to your parents and do homework. That's what I would tell you to do. If everyone here was 15, 16, I'd say, you don't know what you're talking about, you're a little, you're a little kid. Go listen to mommy and daddy. Go listen to your teachers, and go do your homework, or hang out around the corner, around the pizza shop, and, and pretend that you're cool. That's what I would tell you. That's what I would tell you to do. But you're not 15, 16, 17 years old anymore. You're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. You got to ask and your, ask yourself this question. I mean this. How? When, when am I going to stop? When am I going to get off my phone? That's what I would ask yourself. When am I going to stop having my phone? be the number one thing in my life. When is that going to stop? Because it won't stop, I, pr- I promise you all. Your phone will not get easier on you. Your phone is gonna get harder on you. They're gonna come out with more apps. They're gonna get, come out with more excitement on phones. The, the, uh, the uh, how does it work, the, uh, <laughs> what's it called? When, when the uh, dopamine and the, when serotonin. you look at your serotonin, whatever it is, all the stuff, gets more exciting in your brain, they're gonna figure out a way to get you more excited. Unless you stop, unless you say, what is more, what is more important? And I've had this with people, right? You say this with someone, oh, um, I, I, uh, you know, someone told this to you recently, he says, I I wanna go, I wanna, um, I wanna get my life together, I wanna get my life together, but my phone is holding me back. And we all have that. I want to get my life together, but my phone is holding me back. And what happens, what we do is, and if you think about it, you're going to hear this, it's so insane. It means that I'm choosing, I'm choosing my phone over my life. Look at it that way. I'm choosing my phone. I'm choosing, I'm choosing my phone over my life. Is your life... This, this might hurt a little bit. Is your life that miserable that you're gonna choose your phone over your life? Your phone takes precedence over your life? Or is, is that where we're at? And I'm not willing to say, you know what, I'm going to, to let go and say, I wanna to get to know myself. How are you gonna know yourself if you don't have the time to know yourself? I You're going to say, get to know your child. How do you get to know someone? Spend time with them. But if the average hour of a person on his phone is seven hours, six hours, eight hours, five hours. I'm not talking about productivity. So how much time do you get to know yourself? When do you take a walk? When is the last time you took a walk? By right, right? Took a walk alone. And spend time alone with yourself. Get to know yourself. Get to know your thoughts. Get to know your thoughts. Get to know your feelings. I don't even know what I feel. Because when you start at 10, 12 years old, on your, you know, the first thing you do is you distract yourself. You don't get to know your feelings. People have trouble nowadays. I don't feel. I don't feel. I have trouble feeling. How are you supposed to feel? How is a person ever? You never had a chance. The second you started feeling something, you ran away from it. Because it was hard, of course. One of the greatest things I like to hear when people start getting in touch with themselves, and I know this is going to sound a little uh, sadistic, but one of the greatest things that I love to hear when people uh, stop on their phones and they get in touch with themselves is when I ask them how they're doing and they say, I'm not doing so well, I'm having a hard day. You know what? Sometimes it's good to hear from someone, I'm having a tough day, I'm having a hard day. You know why? Because it's normal to have a hard day. It's a normal thing to have a tough day, to have a difficult day. It's a normal thing. The question is, how do I deal with my tough day? What do I do when I have a tough day? Because you're going to have a tough day. Everyone's waiting to have the perfect days. Every day is, oh, I feel so. No, you're going to have days that are hard days. I don't feel like it. I'm not interested. This guy bothered me. This one triggered me. I'm sensitive to this. I have anxiety. The question is, what are you doing? What are you doing to help yourself during that time? Do you run away? Do you go back in bed? I want to tell you guys something. Sleeping is an escape as well. You crawl back in your bed and you put the covers on. That's also an escape. Sleeping's an escape. Being on your phone's an escape. These are escapes from feelings. These are escapes. Some people talk a lot. That's an escape also sometimes when a person talks a lot. He could just be escaping because he's talking around whatever it is. But you want to ask yourself, okay, when do I have that time that's intimate with myself for me to get to know myself? <coughs> yes, Mr. Duman. What happens when people, <coughs> people around you are in a state of uh, ignorance, intentionally <coughs> <coughs> or unintentional, so they're on their phones, <coughs> like be spouses these children? Right? Yeah. Do you have an obligation? Right, beautiful. So first of all, I want everyone, I don't know if everyone hears Mr. Dooman's question, but I just want to tell you Mr. Dooman is sitting here, it's Yonah's father. He's sitting here for the second time day in a row, taking notes, asking questions. No, think about it. All right. You We want to talk about humility. We want to talk about humility. Mr. Duman's sitting here with in a in a next to his son. There's nothing better he could teach his son. He could tell his son all day, work on yourself, work on yourself. He doesn't ever for the rest of his life have to say work on yourself. He's sitting here in the chair asking a question, not to sound, he's not doing, I promise, he's not doing this so, so, people, so he's one of the guys that people think he's cool. He's doing this because he really wants to know. He's asking a question because he really wants to know. I, 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 I'll tell you why I get inspired about that. I bless all of us. That, that that's the that if there's one thing you leave the siddur with, there's one thing you leave the Or you take with you is that this is what life is about. Life is about working on yourself. Life is about asking those questions. But do you hear what his question is? His question is a very scary question because everyone here is going to have that same question. If I misrepresent the question, you'll let me know. The question he's asking is, okay, great. So I know what I'm doing with my life. What do I do with the people I'm hanging around with? If my wife's on her phone all the time, if my kids are on the phone all the time, and I can't create that healthy environment that I want to create, is that your question? Right, so I would answer to that, you're in big, big trouble. Now I'm only answering that Mr. Duma, one second, because I want everyone else to hear that. Because like I said yesterday, I think I said it the day before, that will happen to you. It'll be worse, you'll have the helmets by then. There will be helmets. There will be stuff like that. You're not gonna have phones anymore. That's gonna be outdated. They'll be like, what, you actually had like a phone? You mean you couldn't like press the button and get yourself in that, in your egg? I, I picture like an egg. People will be like just rolling around this egg and they'll have everything there and you'll have a, a bunch of egg people sitting around in a room. And then once in a while you'll have someone push a button and he'll be like, wow, I'm so in touch with myself. I walked out of my egg for 30 seconds. And I actually smelled like fresh air not the air that they're pumping in. Wait, just wait, mark it down, everybody. Mark it down, I'll probably be alive when they do that, but just in case I'm not, you'll say, wow, he was a genius, how did he know that? The reason I'm saying, to, responding to Mr. Duman very strongly, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm responding to Mr. Duman very, very strongly is because I want everyone to hear this very clearly. If you don't have your stuff together, If you don't work on yourself to be a healthy person, you will find yourself with your wife and your children in a situation and you'll be wearing a t-shirt that says regrets. That will happen to everybody here. You might as well wear the t-shirt now that says no regrets. Because in 10 years from now, when you find yourself in the situation where you don't want to be in, and then you're going to have regrets, only regrets. Because one of the greatest lines that I love, I think it's from Gandhi, is be the change that you want to see in the world. I can't control my wife. I can't control my children. But what I could do is I could c- control myself and I could talk to the girl that I'm dating. And the girl that I'm dating will have the same exact conversation and will say, we don't want to be a home. It's not about, again, it's not, I've said this many times. I want to be very clear the phone, and I'm not, I, I hope this doesn't sound contradictory. This is not the problem. You're the problem. Stop thinking your phone is the problem. I know I've said it. I say it. Your phone, your phone, your phone. Your phone is not the problem. You're the problem. You don't value yourself enough. You don't give yourself enough credit. You don't think that you could deal with the pain that you have You don't think you could deal with the anxiety that you have You can You just never gave yourself a chance To deal with your pain You never gave yourself the patience to deal with it Because you, whatever happened You got distracted, that's the world we live in It's never something else It's not your wife I don't mean, I'm not talking about you Mr. Duman It's never your wife and your children It's you it's having that difficult conversation with your wife and saying, there's the, a the girl you're dating. This is the, I don't want to speak Lashon Hara in my house. It's having that conversation. I don't want my house to be a house of negativity. I want to have a house where I can, can hug my children and kiss them and love them and that they feel love in my house and positivity and understanding. But if you don't have love and positivity and understanding in your life, how are you going to have it in, in the, everyone else's life? If you're a negative guy, how are you going to expect your wife? Oh, I hope my wife's a positive person. She better be a positive person. She better get me off my phone. I don't know if I answered your question. You, you could get into dialogue, but that's a difficult dialogue. And I've said this. My son, my little guy, called me out. I'm, I'm so happy he did. I get, every time I open my phone in my house, I think of the muster my little kid says. Tati, you're always on your phone. I'm like, wow, he killed me. He killed me when he said it. So why am I going to say, no, it's not true? It doesn't matter what, what I say. He's a little eight-year-old kid telling me, Tati, why are you on your phone? That was a kid that stabbed me in the heart. I don't want that, I don't want that. I mean I'm happy that that happened. Because it makes me think a million times before I even check something. I make sure when before I walk in my house to check everything on my phone, put it away, say, Yoni, you walk in the house. So what you do? You walk in the house, you put everything away, and you become present, and you sit there, and you listen, and you come in. And sometimes I come in, and and then my kid could be on their phone. Or someone, it's okay, I'm okay, it's okay. I can come over, and give a hug, hey, what's up? And then I can say, hey, can we talk? What's up? And then slowly, okay, it's all right, it's all good. Okay, amazing. Anyone else, once we're in the... uh once we're in the zone. This is beautiful. I want to say, I have to say the story over. Yes, Rafi. Um, like, you know, like a I can't hear. I'm sorry, Rafi, a little louder. Yes. Right. So I know this is going to be a little bit hard, get, and I'm not just using this forum to say this, but I said this before to Yosef. Um, come to Ms. Seals not the whole time. I'm not talking about you personally, I'm talking about anyone. You come 10, 10 days, two weeks, come to Ms. Seals get a notebook, which I have, start getting in there. Your life, guaranteed, will begin to change. Guaranteed. Because the forum of what we do over here... The forum of what we do is we talk about things that everyone wants and needs to talk about. And we're all in this together trying to work on ourselves. I'm I'm not here better or different than any person here or anyone listening to this year. I'm in the same... When I... Rafi. When I don't do... I did this morning. Every morning. When I don't do my affirmations... And all my affirmations do. Believe it or not, I'll say it. I'll be, I'll be vulnerable. My affirmations are, I love you. You're wonderful. What? what do I mean? I'm 49 years old. I haven't figured out that I love myself and that I'm wonderful. I need to listen. I don't know. I'm a negative guy. What do you want? Yes, I need to do that. When I don't give myself the affirmations and I don't give myself the positivity and I don't work with myself and I don't make a schedule. If I don't make a schedule, Rafi, I suffer when I don't make a schedule. I'm just like everybody here, just at my level, at my age, dealing with what I'm dealing with. I struggle with what I struggle with. Everyone struggles with being negative. Everybody struggles with being jealous. Everybody struggles with tithes. I hope I struggled to typhus for many, many, many years, because that means I'm healthy. I don't want to be an old man that does I want to be a fresh, healthy guy in my 90s and I'm, I'm, I'm excited about life. But the question is, how do I deal with it? We got to all figure out how to deal with it and strengthen each other. Strengthen each other. Don't be alone. When you're alone, that's when we suffer the most. When you're alone. Ein, right, Altier Russia. The Slonimer says, "Altier Russia, b'fnei atzmacha," which means, "Don't be a Russia in your own eyes." The Slonimer Rebbe says, "Don't be a Russia." You know how you become a Russia when you're alone? Reach out to somebody, talk to somebody, have a group with people saying, "How do I strengthen myself? How do I make myself better? How do I become better?" And there's no greater thing for a person to do. There's no greater thing for a person to do. Than to then to try and understand your thoughts. What are my thoughts? What are my thoughts? Because our thoughts are the same thoughts over and over again. Catch your, your negative thinking. If you catch your negative phrases that you say about yourself. I'm weird, there's something wrong with me, you're an idiot, you're this, right? I can't believe I don't know. Try and catch, catch certain key phrases that you say about yourself will change your life because you'll say, whoa, that's a thought that I'm telling myself thousands and thousands and thousands of times or a feeling or a feeling. That's why it's good to go to therapy just to get in touch with the feeling that's... We have the consistent feelings. Triggers. All triggers are the same triggers. You get triggered. I noticed within myself recently that I have the same sort of feeling that always hits me in certain situations. I got it. It, hit, it hits me right here. And I'm trying to understand what it's about and trying to figure it out. We're very predictable. We, we're very, very predictable. I hope that helps. So I would start with Rafi. I would start with, with coming to, to, and I mean that to everybody. I mean that to everybody. You come to Ms. Hills Yashar and we talk about life. We talk about all these things every day. That will slowly help you change your brain. It'll slowly help you change the way you think. That's number one. Number two, get to know yourself better. We think we know ourselves. We don't know ourselves as, as much as we think we know ourselves. Does that help Rafi? Yeah? Okay. Thank you, Rossi. Thank you, Rossi. Okay. This always happens when I think I'm going to give a short shear. This always happens. So uh, we're already an hour in. Yes. How small? Just I'm trying to Right, 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 100%, right, 100%. Thank you, Rabbi well, that's one of the reasons, yes, a million percent, that's why I say, if you have a notebook, and you're writing down notes, that's, because then, like you're saying, then you own it, then you're owning it, you're saying, if there's one thing you got from the shear today, if there's two things that you got from the shear today, and you do that every day, by the end of the month, by the end of the month, right, you have at least... Right, uh, 10, 15 things that you got from the year, 20 things that you're getting. That you're getting, it's not just from the shear. it's from the questions. Yaakov had an amazing point today. Am I honest with myself? Am I honest with myself in the growth that I'm doing? Am I pushing myself too much? Or am I pushing myself too little? I think that was the bottom line, what Yaakov was talking about, what we were talking about. Yosef right? talking about making a schedule Everyone, everyone contributing Right, Thinking about that Are my goals too high Or my goals are too low And finding how to work With myself, not against Myself Okay, amazing um, I did want to say yes, Menachem Meyer it sounded like ironic a little bit I'm not sure if yeah, I yeah. said it correctly or Please. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe there's more to it But that um like when we remember said from the Siddhash that when a person's by himself, he can, that's when he starts feeling like a Russia. So it sounds like right. if you're stuck with yourself, right? And you're escaping like within yourself, that, from yourself, right, right. you end up being like negative and everything. Correct. But the edge of that is spend time with yourself. Choose to be with yourself. Correct. Find yourself, Correct. And that can like counteract that. Beautiful. Like, well said, Menachem. So what Menachem's saying, I think, tell me if this is what you're saying. Menachem's saying a beautiful thing. He's saying when you're with yourself and you're not really with yourself. You're not really spending time with yourself. You're sort of like stuck. And you're sort of like removed from yourself. Like when a, and this you all know. When you're escaping. You're on your phone. You're smoking. You're drinking. You're in your own sleeping. In your own like corner. That's not spending time with yourself. Spending time with yourself is write, writing about yourself. Getting a notebook. Taking a walk, listening to inspirational music, listening to something, trying to say, okay, what am I feeling? Let me take notes on how I'm feeling. Right? Is that what you're saying? The the is? Two people could be t- taking the same walk. One person is like, you know, falling like, like the lowest place, and one person is getting right. to the highest. Correct. It's Correct. Like- right. I don't know about taking a walk. Taking a walk usually is pretty, pretty neutral. But yes, could like- person could be on his phone. One guy could be escaping. And the other guy could be, could be watching motivational and inspirational things that are, that are getting him to, to understand himself. Right, is that, yeah? Menachem is the one, just to, that everyone knows, it's worth it just to know Menachem for this. Menachem is the one who when I said probably five years ago that oh, don't be like a dog that chases its own tail. If anyone's seen a dog run around chasing his own tail. So Menachem says yeah, but at least the dog is chasing his own tail. Don't live your life chasing someone else's tail. So, Nachum, awesome. just for that, Nachum, awesome. Nachum, awesome. we can get that on one of the sweatshirts over there. I just wanted to say, um, I get so inspired um, by by what we're doing. I really have to uh, say, especially when I see some new faces uh, coming in and and uh, starting to get in there starting to really get in there. Because as I've said, um, I think I, this was a few, Morty, maybe you'll tell me when it was, maybe two years ago, three years ago, Shudis when it hit me, I think Binyamin Berkowitz uh, brought it out of me, where I say everyone loves to work out, and you work out, and everyone loves to work out, work out, work out, work in. It's harder to work in than it is to work out. As hard as it is to work out. This is working in. This is working in, and it's hard. It's very hard to work in. It's hard. It's simple, it's clear, but it's hard. It's hard. It's harder. We all know the truth. We all know what we want. We all know what we want. We all want a great life. We all want renewal. We all want to be successful in every every, every level of that word. So Hashem will help us. We didn't do officially any Chavetz uh, any, Chaim uh, um, or Mesil Sharm, but I think we... We got it all. No one's. You're not going to speak lashon hara after this or after thinking about your life. Don't speak lashon hara. You only speak lashon hara when you're when you're not when you're not working on yourself. That's when we speak about other people. Speak about other people when we're when we've given up on ourselves. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Don't worry about your past. For sure, don't worry about your past. Don't worry about your future. What we have and what we can do is we could have today and make today the best day that we can make today, just today, just focus on today, making today great, and we should all bezocha to an amazing renewal, Rosh Chodesh is a time of major renewal, Hashem will help all the Jewish people and all of us to be able to start fresh, start as today is the first day, think about it, today is my first day. My first day of yeshiva. What would I do if today was my first day in yeshiva? What would I do? What would I do if this was my bar mitzvah, my bar mitzvah today? What would you do if today was your wedding day? You started your life new. How would you want to live that life? How would you want to live? If it was Matzah Yom Kippur, how would you live today if it was the day after Yom Kippur? Can we wrap up? Yeah, we'll wrap. Go, go, Rippitzel, please. I just want to give a quick shout out to some of the guys sitting here Yes. In this uh, in this year that um, I'm, I'm trying to constantly check in with the guys and follow up with the guys and um, you know, some, some of the guys that I see sitting here that it was very hard for them to to come to a place to open up and to, to come to look at their lives and to look, to catch up with their feelings and, um, and and just over you know over a short time that they were open to it and they we had that conversation, and and uh, they're able to come to a real place and recognize things that they need to work on. That's just uh, amazing. was sort of very inspiring to me, and yeah. that's that's our yeshiva. Correct. So very good. Thank you, Vital. <laughs> I, I just want to say he's right. That is our yeshiva. Our yeshiva is there's nothing to be embar- there's nothing to be embarrassed about that you have to work on. Be proud that you have what to work on. There's nothing to be embarrassed that I have to work on this and I have to work on this. That's, it's the most beautiful thing, that you have to work on something. That's why we're here on this world. There's nothing to be ashamed of to say, i got to work on this and I have this problem. I, 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 got I love this year also because it, it helps me understand that I have my problems and i got my stuff. I have a lot of stuff that i got to work through. We all have stuff. And the older you get, it doesn't go away. But when you learn to just be more open with others, with yourself, like is saying, don't be afraid, especially here, Baruch Hashem. I've never, ever, ever spoken to someone and say, oh, you also have this problem. No one's ever come over and says, oh, I have a problem with this. Okay, great, been there, done that. I have a problem, especially now our yeshivas, speak to an older guy. Oh, I'm having a problem escaping like this. Me too. I'm having a problem with this, me too. I'm having a problem with that, me too. That's the most beautiful thing when you hear that. And when you keep it to yourself, that's when we suffer the most. We suffer the most when we're embarrassed and we're afraid to say, I have trouble with X, Y, and Z. So Hashem will help us. Thank you, Rebetzal. We should be to be more open, to be more mechazik, strengthen each other. And it should be an amazing month for all of us.